Hi, my name is Tony Rivera and I'm the Managing Director of Azure Minerals. Azure is an ASX listed company focused in the West Pilbara region of Western Australia, where we have the Andover Battery Metals Project. And we call it a Battery Metals Project because we've got nickel, copper and cobalt in two deposits that we've already outlined. And we've also now got uh, lithium targets there, which are looking to be very, very positive as well. So nickel, copper, cobalt and lithium all on the same project. Is there anything else that you aiming for any other battery metals? <laughs> that should do for now. <laughs> I think it should do for now. Okay, battery metals, uh, brilliant. Well, look, we, we caught them this, uh, December. It was a slightly more technical conversation today. I want to talk about business plan, strategy, et cetera, because sure. SQM, that's new. It's a huge boost for the company. It's a big endorsement. Endorsement for the project yeah. and, and also for the team, the technical team that we've got there. Um, we started looking for lithium and, and pegmatites on the Andover project at the beginning of 2022. And we kept it a very low profile exploration mm. program. And, and, but when we started to come out with the first batch of results in October, within a couple of hours, SQM business development people were on the phone to us or to nice. me. And, uh, and then they started talking and then we put out more results and they got keener and keener. They went to site and had a look. And then all of a sudden they said, well, we really like this project from the lithium point of view even though we've not yet drilled a hole into it at that time. Mm. And so they said, we would like to take 20% of your company for $20 million. And I said, okay. Yes, please. Uh, <laughs> the, the process is quite a long long one, isn't it? Usually, you know, to yes. get someone like that over the line and to get for that quantum, that's yeah. a big chunk of change. It is. Even for a company like SQM, which is one of the top two lithium yeah, yeah. producers in the world, that's a big chunk of change, as you say. And it's, for them to do that, they must have had, at that time, very, very strong belief of the uh, of the prospectivity how, tell me of how. this project. How, tell me how. Because so many junior explorers come on the show yeah. and they go, we're talking to X, Y, and Z company, can't yeah. tell you who. Or we've got, for example, Rio Tinto over the line. They've put three million down for a seven-year option on whatever the heck it is that the company's yeah, chasing, that's right. right? And Rio has, I don't know, a hundred of those things going at any one time because it's not a lot of money. SQM, you know, big, big boys in the in the lithium mm. space, um, as you say, this is meaningful. Twenty million bucks to these sorts of companies is is a big <clears> deal. <throat> Taking a twenty because they usually go nine point nine. That's the easier option. Yeah. 19.9 says it's, it's just below the other threshold, but it's, it's so yeah. serious in terms. What did you show them that got them over the line to do that? Well, initially, it was just the uh, the, the chemical analyses of the, the few rock chips that we had taken, which was probably uh, three or four dozen rocks. And, know, and, they, that, and they had some numbers. But crazy. then they went to site. Right. They went up to the Andover site, two of their geologists and two of our geologists, and they hired a helicopter for two days, and they flew all around the project, dropping in and out of looking at pegmatites all over the countryside. Yeah. And they came back and within a few days, they were basically knocking our door down. I've, I've not had that sort of uh, enthusiasm from the big companies before. I've not heard before. it either. Now, we, we've actually been talking to quite a few of the, um, the major players in the nickel space for oh, 12 months or so. Mm. And they've been in there uh, looking in the data room and things like that. And everything just took so long. SQM, it was bang, bang, bang. Well, okay, we're giving us rock, rock samples, rock, rock chips. Mm. I mean, I mean, wow, because that's an unusual conversation. So I, I'm kind of slightly, slightly <clears throat> stunned that they kind of ran with this. So they've obviously yeah. seen something here. But the obviously, other thing is they're lithium. You haven't really kind of done too much on the lithium side of things. No. You're, you're banging on about copper and nickel and a little bit of cold rolls, right? So yeah. again, why SQM interested in, in you given that? Well, I would say beginning? that uh, they have a serious depth of knowledge about um, lithium and particularly um, pegmatite hosted lithium yeah. hard rock 
uh, lithium because they've got the fifty uh, percent yeah. of the Mount Holland joint venture with West Farmers there. Mm. Now looking to expand uh, their presence in Australia, they must have really liked what they saw on the ground there. You know, and, and I have a have oh, the have a piece here. Oh, okay. here we go. Here we go. <laughs> and so this is this is one of the pieces of the outcrop. Yeah. That uh, from one of the um, pegmatites that they mm. went and visited. And and show, show, show this camera. Okay, so we've got, we go. got in here, which is it's a mixture of um, spodumene, which is the lithium mineral, and quartz, which is the grey yeah. in here. So it's white and grey. And they would have seen something like this on surface, the weathered surface on the, on the ground at Andover, and they obviously loved it and uh, came back to us straight away. So are there kind of parallels with, with um, the, you said it was West Farmers, right? Yes. Is it similar in terms of geology? In uh, well, terms it's, of it's similar in terms of its geology. Um, I, what the, did they learn the there? Mount, they... The Mount Holland pegmatite uh, yeah. field and, and the lithium resources they've got there are, are massive, you know, 150 million tonnes, 1.2% yeah. uh, lithium oxide. Um, they must have seen the potential for something of similar size mm. on our Andover project for them to be so keen as to, to come in and offer us $20 million. Of course, they've done due diligence and both technical and legal due diligence on us. Um, and uh, the deal is uh, was a two-part transaction. The right. first part of the transaction was they took 5% of the company. Yeah. Um, and then they completed the DD, which has now been finished. And we've, we are entering into an off-take arrangement, an off-take agreement with right. them. Once we've signed that off-take agreement, which is only a week or so away, right. uh, once we've done that, um, that's the last of their conditions. So then they put in the other take the other 15% of us for the, the full $20 million. Yeah. And it's it's just game on. Okay. So 5%, you've got a few things to do. Yep. Sort that out. Offtake for what? All so of that, the lithium or are we including the no, nickel, the copper? No, or, they're, or they're, the, their rights or they will be entitled to take up to 25% of our share okay, cool. of the lithium. Now, you remember that Andover is still a joint venture with yeah, Mark Creasy. Creasy, 40%. So yeah. he's got 40%. So we're only looking at selling maybe 25% of our, shit, our lithium. So, so 25 15. of the 60% is, in, is so their 15, entitlement. So 15% of the lithium Correct. is their entitlement. Okay. Yeah. Mark, and, and, sure. no, and no rights to the nickel or anything else at this stage. Mark didn't want to come along for the ride. Well, Mark is coming along for the ride. His 40% is free, free range. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, I'm sure we hear more about that an, uh, another yeah. day. So you you so that's that's quite good. So you haven't given it all the upside away on the, on the lithium because if you look at last year, yeah. the Australian lithium companies went crazy. Yep. Everyone did well on that. And I think there's been lots of people running around looking for lithium stories in, in Australia as a yep. result. You got you made your discovery by accident. What were you hunting for? <laughs> well, I, I don't say we made it by. Found it by accident because we actually deliberately went out and looked for pegmatites outcropping on the ground. Mind you, right. at the time for the first two years for on the end of the project, we were nickel focused. Right. Um, obviously, the the lithium story really started to gain traction twelve mm. months, eighteen months ago. Mm. I asked our exploration team to go out there and have a look for that. They went out there and they said, "Yes, there are pegmatites out here." Right. Yes, we can see spodumene in outcrop, and so we took some assays and confirmed that there was lithium in there. And then we decided, rather than announcing to the market, hey, look what we found on the back of one yeah. site visit, we actually explored for it and got results over nine months before okay. we went public. So we wanted to have, be sure that, there were, that we were, were credible, that we actually had something of substance there. 
Um, there's a lot of Australian junior companies that have announced that they're going to go and look for lithium, and all of a sudden, you know, the share price. Okay, so so it when you say use the word battery metals um, project, yeah. and there was a battery metals project now, you're serious about that? It's not a case of we're parking up the the nickel and the copper components. No, definitely not. Um, right. we, we've got two deposits there: the Andover depo nickel deposit and the Ridgeline nickel deposit. Yeah. Uh, we announced the Ridgeline resource last week. Yeah. So in total, we've got about six million tons. Yeah. and containing nearly 100,000 tonnes of, of uh, nickel and copper mineralisation, okay. or nickel and copper metal. Right. Um, we have nearly completed the scoping study on building a, a mining and processing operation on those two. Right. If the scoping study returns a positive result, we're going to go gangbusters to do, do a PFS and then a, a definitive feasibility okay. study. Okay. So that's one pathway that the company's going down. The other pathway is the lithium exploration. Yes. Now, having said that, you know, we've done a lot of... Uh, Surface exploration, we've taken nearly a thousand rock chip samples from surface. Mm. We've got some really good results in the, in the three, four, five percent lithium grade. Um, but we've also drilled uh, a couple of holes recently, late last year, which were targeted on nickel targets, but we, we angled them in such a way as that they would be able to intersect pegmatites okay. subsurface as well. And one of them, uh, which we announced um, today, that has returned seven, over seven metres at 1.5% uh, lithium oxide. So a fa absolutely fantastic result, very high grade. Um, and that was on a, in a drill hole, which was, although it was aimed towards where there were some pegmatites there, yeah. it was not specifically a pegmatite or lithium directed hole. So we were trying to do, it was a, a compromise between testing a nickel target and testing a, a pegmatite okay. as well. In the area where we drill that hole, a bit further away, um, there's outcropping pegmatites that most samples are three, four, five percent lithium. It, it's an incredibly rich field. Right. I was literally going to ask, does it outcrop surface? Yeah. And and so, over, over what kind of strike length are we, we talking about? And you know, how, how far down does it dip? Oh well, the 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 pegmatite swarm, the the rock units that host the pegmatites, that's yeah. over nine kilometres long by four kilometres wide. Right. So it's a huge area. And, and those pegmatites, individual pegmatites, we've identified over 700 outcrops, or outcropping pegmatites. Now, some of those will be the same pegmatite that has just mm. been covered up by sure. some sand or something in between it. But um, there is a large number of them. And in addition to that, some of them are over a kilometre long. Some of them are over 100 metres wide. Mm. So the, and they're all quite flat dipping as well. So the potential mm. there is for a large volume of, of lithium mineralisation. Okay. So sorry to stick with the SQM thing, but it's it's yeah. super exciting, right? Yeah. Um, you, you told us some of the terms there, but so presumably they get a board seat. Um, presumably you work with them on a technical basis, technical yeah. committee basis, but you still run this company, right? Yes. They're only 19.9% shareholders. Yeah. What else are they expecting from you? Because clearly they're lithium guys. Yeah. Is there any expectation elsewhere in the company? Um, that, well, let's just stick with the Andover, deposit, uh, okay. Andover project at this stage. Um, they obviously see a great potential for lithium on the project. So do we. Mm -hmm. They have some very good lithium experts in their, in, within their company. Mm -hmm. um, there's a technical committee will be formed, which will guide and advise okay. on our exploration. That technical committee will be made up of two Azure representatives and one SQM representative. Okay. So we will actually have majority control of that. Okay. Anyway, but it's more of an advisory committee and their technical people will help us or assist us in terms of what do the results mean. Well, our exploration team are actually very good at exploration. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the, the nuances of lithium exploration and of the geochemistry involved and the physics involved and things like that, that's an area where we are coming up to speed with and that's where SQM will be able to give us some good advice. I was about to say, you feel your teeth better than theirs because given they spotted what you had very, very quickly and moved very, very quickly, they have a lot of experience, but also got a lot of data which they they can fall back on. So yeah. that, that 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 relationship to to two and one, whatever yeah. that looks like, how does that feed into the board? I mean, because you, yeah. that, that's that's the lithium side of things. You, you're running a business as well, that's right. right? So you can't forget the copper and the nickel over here. Mm. But they've given you some money, or you've got you will realise some money mm. from this deal. How do you allocate that? How do you spend that? What's the, the, the percentage? Well, we, we're not giving up on, on the nickel in any way, shape or form. Right. The nickel exploration and, and development program is ongoing. Mm. <clears throat> It'll probably, that will probably take maybe a third of our exploration okay. budget going so forward. Right. And the lithium, because it's so new, so exciting and, and potentially so huge, mm. we will be putting probably two thirds of our resources into the lithium side. Right, you, you saw a big bump of, on your share price as a result of, of mm. the, the deal being announced. But then it's kind of like, well, so what? Then what? What do you talk about next? Well, we've got to start drilling. Okay. And, and that's the, the next uh, cab off the rank is drilling. Um, <clears throat> yes, we drilled a couple of holes late last year on nickel targets and hit some lithium, which was fortuitous and good. Yeah. But in about um, late February, we will start drilling on some of the targets which have identified outcropping pegmatites, high grade at surface, and, mm-hmm. and the and the ex- surface expression indicating there's seriously good volumes of material there. So we will be drilling their diamond drilling to start with, mm-hmm. and that'll probably be ongoing for the whole year. And then we'll bring in RC drill rigs as well and start drilling with the RC rigs. And you know, <clears throat> it's quite possible we could have four or five or six rigs going within a few months. Wow, okay. That's yep. exciting. So, so how many? So, I understand the cash that's coming in, but so where will that put you in total cash position? Well, when, when uh, SQM make their final yeah. uh, contribution, we'll have about twenty-five million dollars in the bank. Okay, so you're in control of your, the, oh, how yeah. you move forward, the speed at which you move yes. forward. Because I think last year, twenty twenty-two, if you said to me, "I've got four, I'll have five, six rigs turning," I go, "You're nuts," because no one cared. No, right? It was a very different yes. environment. The expectation is that. It, the market's what better. It's it's fine. It, we need to move at yeah. a pace, or we do need to move at a pace because there is a window open at the moment for lithium in terms of <clears throat> the, the I guess the world's requirements for lithium. The, yeah. the demand side of things is very strong at the moment, which is good. The supply is ramping up. Mm. Um, that's going to happen over the next few years. We want to be a part of that, so we want to be pushing the the lithium side of the Andover story very strongly. Um, SQM are very much in favour of that. They don't mm. want us sitting back and and doing very little or like drilling on a campaign basis, we actually have to be out there drilling consistently. So long as we're hitting good results, we'll be hitting it with as many rigs as well, possible. Well, you say something interesting there, right? Because um, you're saying the supply side is ramping up. I, I think the talk of supply is ramping up and the price True. is yes. ramping up, <clears throat> but there's lots of developers, they're calling themselves developers, who are just not able to advance the projects. Now, that could be mm. partially technical, that can partially, as a result of technical issues, be... Um, you know, More be cash constrained yeah. Yeah. Uh, reasons, and lots of reasons. Lots of development companies in, in North America are talking a good game and perhaps getting valued for it, but need to kind of backfill that valuation mm. by moving it forward and can't. So, you guys, I can't wait this SQM thing. I think it's amazing uh, because they do have the technical know-how. They also mm. do have the balance sheet to kind of um, help out, yeah. maybe at asset level rather yeah. than you know. And, and and that's another couple of points that uh, as part of the deal that we've done with SQM is firstly we 
any future financings that we do, mm. they will be an, they will be able to participate pro through, rata um, pro rata to maintain their twenty percent interest. Um, they also have first rights for financing mining operations. Right. So anything we do that goes down the road of trying to finance a mining and processing operation, they get first dibs at. And this is easier stuff yes. than DLE. It's oh, yeah. either, it's, some people would argue it's a little bit um, <clears throat> more economic than even the brine stuff. So, Well, there, there's pluses and minuses for yeah. both. But the, the great thing about the Andover project is, the, is its location. <clears throat> it's located just outside of the town of mm. Caratha. So to the south of us, not far away, we've got Rio Tinto's iron ore mines. Just offshore, we've got Woodside with all the oil and gas. Chevron with their processing facilities on the, on the Burrow Peninsula. There's, there's fertiliser factories and salt things mm. and there is so much infrastructure up there and we've got power lines water lines gas pipelines all running over or right next to our project area so to be, the infrastructure needed to build a, a big mining operation at andover is, mm. is all right there in place already and on top of that sqm are building their lithium hydroxide refinery okay. at quinana in joint okay. it's a 50 50 joint venture with west farmers right how far is that from you oh it's in quinana it's here in perth um, so it's, it's a fair way, but they're building that. So that will process their material they get from Mount Holland. Right. Um, they're also potentially would process what we would produce. Alternatively, and one of the things they would say, or they would probably like to build another lit refinery up in the... In, so uh, so what's, what's that look like Carafa? for you guys potentially? If you're saying that they'll process whatever comes from Mount Holland, it, in what, what form of what, you know, lithium comes down to here in Perth? Okay, so that their Mount Holland joint venture operation with, with West Farmers is a mine, uh, on lithium mine on the pegmatites at yeah. Mount Holland. They've got a, a spodumene concentrating right. facility okay. there, so they make a spodumene concentrate. Yeah. Then they, they uh, send that down to Quinana to their hydroxide refinery, yeah. which is going to be on target to be up and running next year. Okay, so I'm trying to work out what you would need to do. <coughs> so what, what we would need to do is we would, if, if SQM if they were taking 25% of our product, yeah. then they would be sending it somewhere. And if they were sending it somewhere, it might, might make sense for us to do the same. 25% of 60%, but, yeah. but, but okay, but you would then clearly, the, the, you would then wide open this offload yeah, to whomever. There's no, there's no constraints yeah. there at no. all. And of course, uh, Mark Creasy's 40% uh, would come into play as well at some yeah. stage through that process. Okay, but it kind of starts informing the sorts of discussions that could be had with SQM if you're gonna need to build X, Y, is their processing facility yes. on site because that's a kind of big capex requirement, yeah. which they're best well, suited to. The, the thing about uh, the spodumene processing facilities, like they have in, they've built in several mines here in Western Australia, they're sure. not actually that expensive. Right. Okay. Uh, less so than um, a gold plant or a, a base metals plant. But Especially it, if it's a, a, just a, if it's coarse grain like this material looks like, then it's a dense media separation. Right. Um, they are significantly cheaper to build than a, um, say, a gold plant or a, a nickel plant. So r roughly what are other oh, companies spending? Not, not you, numbers, not you, heaven forbid, <clears throat> I'm asking about your... Yeah, it might be, might be sub $100 million to build, okay. a, to, to build a large processing oh, facility for lithium, for spodumene, yeah. Right, okay. If not, you can produce sort of very expensive kitchen worktops. Yes, exactly. Very nice. I'll yes. have one, please. <laughs> um, okay, so... You, Okay, so I've done that to death um, mm. on the lithium because it's the most exciting and people are giving yep. you value for that. Um, do you think that you were not getting the value on the, on the copper and nickel because it just wasn't moving ahead as quickly? Yeah, I think there was a, a perception that uh, we'd been drilling there for two years. We'd found <clears throat> a resource of six million tonnes. 
right. of uh, one and a half percent nickel equivalent. So yes, it's good, but it's not. not is that the right way to measure it these days? I've never yeah. questioned people put it flipped between yeah. copper and nickel. Well, it's, this is it is a nickel project by value. It is by value and by volume. Volume, okay. It is, it is a nickel project with copper credits and a little bit of cobalt on the side as well. Okay, uh, so it's a nickel project, um, and I, I'd say that the market had um, decided to focus its attention elsewhere, which is what markets do. Um, but we just got to keep pushing it down the track towards the uh, production decision. And, right. and that means more studies that, that do the finish the scoping study, do the PFS, do the definitive feasibility study, get it to a finan final investment decision. Right. And then, then we may be in a position of saying, okay, which do we choose? Do we want to build a nickel mine and processing yeah. facility or do we want to build a lithium one or do we do both? And at Andover, it's not actually physically possible to separate them with two different leases because they're the nickel yeah, they're and the, the, and the lithium are very close. So the okay, but six, six million tons, it's it's neither, it's kind of neither here nor there at the moment, is it? It's it's a reasonable size, but we would like to get it big. We'd like to get up to nine or ten million tons, right? And that's why we're continuing to do exploration. We've got some cracking good targets. We'll get drilling on those um, in the next month or two and right. we'll test them. And if they come in, then yeah, the the nickels. A lay down, but given the but given the bulk of money's been spent on the on the lithium, given the kind of powerhouse behind you, that is SQM. I know you said seventy thirty something like that was on green yeah. lithium, right? I think, don't think people will fault you for that. So, if that's the case, you know you've said what you kind of like to do in the nickel six to nine or ten million times. Yeah. Great. What do you think you need to do, or need to display, or be able to show on the lithium side of things to be? As, as a kind of, you know, as a flag in the sand, stage mm. one. There's quite a few lithium deposits in Western Australia that have been announced in the last 12 months, two years, which are in that sort of range of 10 to 15 million tonnes, okay. about 1.2% lithium. And how's that been received? Um, none of those have got to production yet. Okay. okay. The big ones, which is Pilgungura, Wajina, um, Mount Holland, those ones, they're all well north of 100 million tonnes. Right. There seems to be a gap in the, in, the, in, in the geology, in the market, is that you've got lots of lithium deposits that are sort of sub-15 million tonnes, mm. and you've got a big gap, and then you've got nine in the world that are above 100 million tonnes. And of right. those nine in the world, five are in Western Australia. So I, wouldn't, I would not have thought that SQM would have come in to us and invested $20 million into us to You're find 15, 10 million tonnes. Yeah, yeah. They've come in expecting us to be able to find north of 100 million tonnes. That'd be a good, good thing to be and able to do. And if we do, then yes, it's huge. Okay, uh, so just, <clears throat> just final question, which is, right, so expectations, we used to talk about catalyst moments, but I hate that phrase now, but what, what are the moments that people should be looking uh, for from you this year, which actually means something in terms of the way you want to build out the okay. lithium story? Well, let, well, can I split it into the nickel and the Go lithium? For it. Is it? Go for it. Uh, okay, so we're, we obviously we put out the Ridgeline nickel resource recently, so we're now that got us up to the 6 million tonnes. The scoping study on the nickel will be coming out probably in April of this year. Mm. Um, given that that has a successful positive number to it, then we'll be moving forward into the PFS and, and DFS, and we will also be doing more exploration drilling. So there's the chances of more nickel exploration You say that like it may well. not do that. Oh, you've always got to put a caveat on that. I, I'm not going to stand here and definitively okay. say that um, it's positive. I don't know at this stage. But uh, let's assume that it is, then we'll, we'll keep pushing that down the road um, and, and advancing it. Um, and we've got some cracking good nickel targets that we've got to drill. So that mm. side of the, okay. the business is, is ongoing. The lithium side is let's hit it with as many drill rigs as we can. So long as we're getting positive results from the drilling, we just will keep advancing it absolutely as quick as we can, which would mean 
my expectation would be four to six drill rigs out there by the middle of the year. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, and, we, and those are all hitting good, having good results, then the potential for a 100 million tonne resource is, is very achievable. Good to see you. Thanks, mate.